everyone. I'm Tina. And I'm Serena. And we are the Mental Health Mamas. Welcome to No Need to Explain. We are so glad you're here. First, as always, a quick disclaimer. We come to you not as mental health professionals or experts in the field, but rather as parents with lived experience who are on a mission to normalize the conversation around mental health. If you or someone you love is experiencing a mental health crisis, please seek professional support. You'll find a variety of resources in our show notes and on our website, no need to explain podcast.com. Last week, we had a guest who coaches and supports families finding themselves kind of at that crossroads point in care with their loved ones, um, specifically aging parents. Today, we're going to dig a bit deeper into this topic. And while the guest last week was from Canada, this week we have a guest from our own country, the United States. And the statistics we will be quoting will be from the U.S., so so let's just go ahead and dig in. Kim Evanowski provides person-directed care through her agency, Care Managed for All, LLC. This person-directed care is a model we can totally get behind mm-hmm. and that, like us, Kim believes that individuals and families know what they need, and she partners with them to support those needs. Kim, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Serena and Tina. It's great to be here. Um, I really appreciate Serena starting us off by discussing the important concept of person-directed care. There's a group called the American Medical Directors Association, and in March of 2010, um, they did some thoughtful defining, adopting, and providing of a framework um, that many providers like myself use today, and that is Person-directed care is a philosophy that encourages both older adults and their caregivers to express choice and practice self-determination in a meaningful way at every level of daily life. And this, um, you know, kind of combines some value systems, Mm -hmm. which are essential to uh, this philosophy. And this includes choice dignity, respect, self-determination, and purposeful living. So this important philosophy can be applied every day. Uh, For example, you know, getting dressed when you wish and choosing the foods you most enjoy, even if you are older and you're not living in your own home, but in any place that you call home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that is awesome. And you know, it it goes to the philosophy that we always talk about, which is that we know that families know what they need if they're asked. Mm -hmm. And on the other hand, you know, we are all moms. And when there is adversity or crisis, we go into save. And so I love the idea that you are every day considering and asking people what they need. I think it's just Mm -hmm. such an important thing. So, so in a study from the CDC, from this is before the pandemic, um, calls caregiving for family and friends a public health issue. It goes on to say that caregiving often unpaid mm-hmm. and often done by women more than men can cause significant physical and mental strain on that caregiver. Before we have you comment on that, do you have any personal connections to this work? You know, maybe how did you decide to get into this kind of thing? 
Well, I grew up in a very caring home with a care provider who is both professionally and who also uh, gave family care at home. Hmm. And that really taught me lessons that I use every day and even today. Um, I professionally trained as a social worker and I'm an educator. And um, by trade, I'm a care manager and I love the work of being a care partner. So in a nutshell, I really help people navigate through these difficult systems of care and try to keep everything person directed. Mm. Yeah. So can you actually expand on that um, systems of care? It's a term that certainly we use, but what, what what does that entail? Well, that entails any place that's really not home. A system of care could be a hospital. It could be a nursing home, it could be a school. Um, And a system of care has its own particular wants and needs. Mm. And um, that can be challenging for a lot of families. um, And a lot of families who are caregiving both for um, the the littles that I call the young, the young people and the elders. Okay, thank you for that. Uh, So uh, I'm going to share a quote from A Place for Mom, um, and it is nearly 17% of the U.S. adult population provides unpaid care to an adult over the age of 50. Over 75% of these caregivers are women, and they spend on average almost an equivalent number of hours a week providing care as people traditionally spend at a full-time job. So I'm, I'm curious if the statistic resonates with you. Oh, this statistic not only resonates with me, (laughs) I think the count is low. Mm. I believe there are many, many tired and very busy care partners um, uh, that do not participate in the count just because of that. Um, So today, I want all of us to recognize all who care. Um, I see all of you. Um, and providing that ca- compassionate family care daily and um, and just, you know, acknowledging that you give um, all the time. So um, to all of those very important family members and the many caring professionals in the in the community, um, kudos to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're doing a lot of jobs, right? A lot of mm-hmm. jobs, a lot of jobs. So Tell us how you support the overwhelming job of of the family in caring for themselves and their loved ones. Walk us through, you know, clearly you're not going to tell us about a particular client, but walk us through kind of a how how you start um, with a family and and how you support them. Well, I, I'm going to just you know put forward out there. Uh, The first and um, if the only point you take from um, me and the work that I do as a care manager and care partner like you is um, you needing to feel not alone and that um, you don't have to be alone. Um, My perspective in this whole um, piece around supporting each other um, in this very overwhelming job of care is to have the courage to lean in. Um, People want to understand and help you. And that means the number one thing is to have the courage to build your village. So you've got family, friends, you have a community, and there's a lot of professionals out there 
Um, I'm a professional as a care manager, and there's all these professionals who, um, you know, are available um, through a lot of different resources. Um, I'm actually a part of a professional association called the Aging Life Care Association. And we're experts in care just waiting to help you. And these are people anywhere in the United States. So um, that's just, you know, one group. So there are many, many groups out there that can support you. Mm. That's great. And we can certainly share a, a link to that in our notes for people. I love that you use the term care partner. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just really, um, it makes a big difference. So according to the CDC, the need for caregivers is expected to continue to grow with increases in the U.S. older adult population. Currently, there are seven potential family caregivers per older adult. By 2030, it is estimated there will only be four potential family caregivers per older adult. So these statistics are are pretty alarming, um, especially considering most caregivers are unpaid. And so clearly you have some vision when it comes to care. So tell us if the world were just like you wanted it to be and people had the resources and support they needed, what would that look like? You know, I have a simple thought that I did on um, some of my research that I did. And basically, simply, I would love to see Medicare include a care management planning service as part of um, their retirees benefit package. I think that people need to make uh, a preventative plan and um, a a plan that they can live with and change around. So allowing someone like an aging care life expert or um, or someone who does planning um, in elder services, give them five hours to make a comprehensive plan of what people would want in their lives. Um, doing the plan earlier is very beneficial because once you're in the crisis, it's really hard to think about these things. Mm. So, um, so this is an important piece, I think, for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a very good point. So, in a crisis, we are um, not as effective as if we were to plan, right? Plan a little bit. So, so we are huge proponents of making sure we take good care of ourselves while we're taking care of our people, and I can't say enough about that. Um, we have it seems like in every situation we need to remind people and help them see that they have needs and that they need to take i mean nobody can pour from an empty cup right so what are some of your tips and tricks suggestions for the families that you serve well please get out your sticky notes (laughs) because my biggest piece is um giving yourself permission and um i would like everybody on their sticky note the first time is to write out permission and if you need more sticky notes with more permission pieces stick them all over your house all over your in your car um wherever you need to Um, But uh, the sticky note is a reminder to give you permission to focus on what you need for your personal self-care. And um, that is is that that's a very um, particular thing that I do many, many times with um, uh, people that, that I sit down and meet with. Uh, I ask about, do you, do you need a village now? 
Um, or do you just need a day off? Mm. So if that's the case, please believe that you can reach out um, and, um, you know, uh, get the help that you that you need. Um, I don't think that people need to feel alone. And you may not feel enough, you know, alone, you want to take the time to talk to a friend. There's so many local support groups and online groups. There are groups, especially if you're working with aging elders, um, there's the Office for Aging. They have wonderful caregiving su support groups. Um, there's the National Alliance of Caregiving that has so many things happening that can benefit caregivers. And, you know, um, maybe there's mental health issues that are happening. Um, National Alliance of Mental Health. Um, I make a lot of these suggestions. I want you to have permission to do what you need to do for yourself, because this is usually a long haul. So like, if you have littles and if you have elders, um, that's a lot to be sandwiched in between. Mm -hmm. So taking care of yourself is so essential and important and important. So can I give a tip of what I do daily? Yes, yes. please. So here's my tip that I give myself daily. I think the key to care partner success is balance. And I focus on balance and self-care. And I remember and promise myself at least one hour for me to do me. So you have to remember at least one hour for you to do you. Bring down the oxygen, just breathe, let everything else go, and just do what you need. You would be mm -hmm. surprised how much energy and focus and goodness that comes from that. And lots of times, a lot of gratitude. Yeah. Hmm. Love that. One hour for you to do you. Yes. Mm -hmm. So Kim, you do so much to take good care of others, including a foundation that you started uh, to support healthcare workers. So tell us more about that. Well, we just started. So I have some colleagues um, who have worked with me and we started a care worker foundation in upstate New York that provides care um, for care workers that um, are going through a tough time. Maybe someone had COVID for a week um, and they just need a hand up to get through that week. So we can offer a gas card, a food card. If you want to continue your education, um, we will provide access to education we're just getting started. It's, you know, it's been a life dream to, to help out, you know, our colleagues in the field and many are women. Um, um, and we, we feel that supporting um, women, especially women in uh, the care working uh, industry is um, a really important goal for us. I love that. I love that. So um, we will look forward to seeing where that goes because it sounds like it's going to go far. So that's awesome. And Kim, before we let you go today, we're just curious if there's anything else that we haven't asked you that you would like to put out there to the world. Well, I would like everybody um, to think about themselves for a little bit. Um, and I know that's the kind of the hardest thing for people to do. Uh, but as people who are care partners, if there's anything that you take away, um, please 
focus on your self-care. It makes us all better people and it makes us all be able to balance ourselves in life. And that's that's a part of um, you know our well-being. And I can't stress that enough. It's a requirement for all my students. It's a requirement for all my uh, my team members. So um, I, I hope that you'll take that to heart about the importance of you. Awesome. So we continue to say that, and we're glad that we have you saying that so other people are hearing. So thanks, Kim. We are so grateful to you for joining us today. And um, it was nice to reconnect. Kim and I have known each other since Little League with our boys, right? So that's a long time ago. And um, we really appreciate that you are a light in the world and just making it a better place to live. Thanks so much. Thanks, Kim. It's so podcast friends. We are as always grateful for you spending some time with us today. We know you have lots of choices out there and we appreciate you giving us the time. If you get a chance, go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, subscribe, and please share the podcast with others. You will find more content on our website, no need to explain podcast.com. You'll find us on the socials. You can even leave us a voice message. Uh, you'll find that number in our notes. Um, you can just reach out, tell us what's going on, uh, tell your story, or just call to say hi. And this is your gentle reminder to take good care of yourself while you are also taking care of your people. Thanks for listening. Bye.